I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hey guys, it's your girl Sue Smith. I know that we said that we'd be off this week, but we love scams a little too much to take a week off. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, for your entertainment pleasure, I present Chrisley Knows Best. I was struggling with the scam, and Sue was like, do you know the Chrisley Christie's? Chrisley's, yeah. Chrisley's, okay. And I did not, but I jumped on this scam like a crazy dog with a crazy bone, and I have all of this research, and yeah. so Sue is also going to fill us in because I know a certain amount. I know this now, like the court documents, but I don't know all of the deep How, Have stuff. you watched the show before? No, the guy creeps me out. So we're talking about the Chrisley family. Yeah, it's and Chrisley. Chrisley knows best. Is the yes, show. it's on ABC or, or no. TNT or USA, USA or something. something. It's on something that also has like a lot of crime drama. So apparently the network loves it. It's a good show for like when you're falling asleep at night and don't need to pay attention really. Like this is what that show is for. Yeah, but like even in just commercials, I've just seen this guy and he's like screaming in this loud Southern accent and his wife's also yelling and they all have tons of plastic surgery and bleach blonde hair. And it's just like not something I want to sign into. Yeah, they have lots of money, lots of plastic surgery and lots of rage issues, I would mm-hmm. say. Ugh. It's yeah. So the guy grosses me out. But if there's a scam, I'll jump into it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What's in the news right now, if you like Google, it's going to be about his daughter, Lindsay's sex tape. And that's sort of where the media is jumping to. But really, the deep side of this entire scam is that this guy has been lying and filing for bankruptcy for years. And so it was said that Chrisley made his money from, um, 
the real estate industry and real estate business. And then in 2008, when everything crashed, he apparently did very poorly. He had an investment firm called Chrisley Asset Management, CAM. And it, what they did is they basically took foreclosed homes and they resold them. Um, but in he himself uh, filed for bankruptcy in 2012. And then the company CAM filed for bankruptcy in 2013. And can I just say that this is the type of show that you just see them like rich, 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 like driving Mercedes, buying Mercedes for their 15 year old year old daughter who's like about to turn 16, who doesn't know how to drive, moving to like 10,000 square foot houses like you have no and you never see them working at all. So you have Mm -hmm. no idea where this money comes from. No. And I think they wanted to keep it sort of that confusing hush-hush bit because they, it was added to their glamour of like, we just happen to be very wealthy. Right. But apparently he has $45 million. He declared bankruptcy in the number of $45 million. For $45 million? Like, yeah. That's how much he owed? I think. That's insane. I know. Okay, so in 2012, he filed for personal bankruptcy. In 2013, it was for his corporate bankruptcy. He claimed to have $100 in cash and $4.2 million total assets and nearly $49 million of debt. And on camera, he, as you were seeing on the show, he bought ma- a massive clothing budget, it said. And then on paper, he claimed that his clothes were worth $650. No. Right. So all of this is happening in I think 2014 when the show first came out. Okay. So it was exactly like the Teresa Judice issue. Yeah. When the, she and Joe, and if you, we have a Real Housewives episode, they're saying that they have a, only a small amount of money, but then you see them on TV buying all of this and the FBI looks into it. Like people, there's a ton of red flags. It's, it's a bizarre thing to do. You can't just get away with stuff like that. <laughs> you can't. And we wish you could. Okay, so it does say that the bankruptcy case was settled in 2015, but Chrisley has reportedly yet to make the agreed upon payments. Also, during that time, he moved his family from Georgia to Nashville, where there is no state income tax. What? <laughs> yeah. There's no income tax in Nashville? Apparently no state income tax, so we got to move there. Oh my gosh. So Julie, his wife, who was a former beauty pageant winner, apparently had a personal net worth of $3 million. And so that was used to to show off all their riches. That sounds sketchy. He's had several business efforts that fizzled out. He mentioned um, he had a Facebook page for the juice bar, which apparently he had with his family. And then it cited other people as owners on the Facebook page. He said he was going to open his own department store. Um, Apparently, he released a single. Is this true, Sue? He released a music single? Did he or one of his kids? I don't know that he It just did. says Chrisley released. This is on um, Investopedia, which is a great website. Um, I don't that know. Chrisley released a country single, Infinite Love with Sarah Evans. Oh, hey, good Vomit. for him. Yeah. Um, okay. So right now what's happening. So th- this, is, this all, quote, got cleared up in 2015. Mm-hmm. So he's been on the show. They, I believe they've been making money through the show and whatever weird investments they're trying to do. But then it just happened Tuesday, August 13th, the North District of Georgia, um, the United States Attorney's Office, Department of Justice, just just released a federal grand jury indicts Chrisley Knows Best stars Todd and Julie Chrisley. And so a federal grand jury has indicted Todd and Julie, the stars of the reality TV show, on multiple accounts of conspiracy, bank fraud, wire fraud, and tax evasion. 
Yes. And so apparently um, they're charged with defrauding a number of banks by fraudulently obtaining millions of dollars in loans, but also allegedly cheating taxpayers by actively evading paying federal taxes and money that they earned. I believe that's for employees. Okay. Um, and then according to the U.S. Attorney PAC, the charges and other information presented in court from at least as early as 2007 through approximately 2012, Todd and Julie Chrisley allegedly conspired to defraud numerous banks by providing the banks with false information, such as personal finances, statements containing false information, and fabricated bank statements when applying for and receiving millions of dollars in loans. Mm. Now, that's exactly, exactly what, what um, Teresa, Judah, yeah. Teresa did. They just sort of beefed up their application process, which for some reason these people don't think is a big deal. and that's fraud yeah <laughs> so i don't know what and these are all all of these documents you have to it's like i an official oath that you take you know when you sign them that this yeah is all, that it's to real my best knowledge mm-hmm. that it's real and you can get sued if you are wrong they're also charged with conspiring with their roswell georgia-based accountant peter tarantino um of milton georgia to defraud the irs um and so here's the crazy thing. So Chris Lee has then been on his, he has his own podcast. He's been on other podcasts saying that like, this is crazy. I'm obviously paying the IRS. I don't know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he also blamed it on disgruntled employees, like employees that didn't like him, that they're just trying to frame him and all of this stuff. So that's fine. Like that's what's happening. But then what is current with his daughter wait I, that- I just want to say that i on his instagram he has a wonderful oh, yes. post um, oh yes where he says that a former employee sort of forged his signatures and then it got cleared up and then the employee brought these fake dark documents so that he would get charges against him I don't know. So apparently it's one former disgruntled employee. That's what he says on his Instagram. And then followed by several Bible quotes to the likes Mm -hmm. of, I will defend you. I will be your lawyer. I will plead your case uh, from. This is God. This is God. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Talking to him. So God is his lawyer. So um, (laughs) I just think that he is hilarious to break the law and then say that he's religious and that God is on his side. That's. Yeah, he's got God. Who cares? Now, God needs to help him on a 12 count indictment. Yeah, this is a lot. They face 30 years in jail, it says. Yes, up to 30 years. So this is what's super creepy and what's happening in the news right now is that his daughter, Lindsay, now he has two older kids from his first marriage, Lindsay and Kyle. Never on the show. They're never never on on the the show. show. Lindsay's estranged. Um, And then with his current wife, Julie, who he's getting all the money from, Chase, Savannah and Grayson are their kids. And so all huge rats. Yeah. Don't know them. Don't want to know them. (laughs) Don't need to know them. So Lindsay filed a report. Apparently Lindsay has a sex tape for some reason with. No, this is what happened. Yeah. With someone on the bachelorette. Yeah. I'm going to tell you. Okay. So Lindsay filed a report of a threat from her brother, um, Chase, mm-hmm. so her brother, uh, her stepbrother, and her dad, and it said it says I have the official report. Um, it was on uh, seven sixteen nineteen, and it was she gives all of her information, her height, weight, 
beautiful strawberry blonde hair. And so she says, the narrative says, I was dispatched to contact Lindsay Campbell in reference to threats. Upon speaking to Lindsay, she has stated that there is an ongoing issue with her family threatening and harassing her. Lindsay stated she has recently learned her stepbrother, who lives out of state, claimed to have purchased a sex tape involving Lindsay. Lindsay stated her father and stepbrother wanted her to lie about an incident, and if she refused to do so, they were going to release the sex tape involving her. I asked Lindsay if there was, in fact, a sex tape in existence for her to be contacted about, and Lindsay stated it was possible. I explained that I would document the incident for her, and then someone would follow up with her. Then I returned to service. Okay. So basically, then we looked into this and the mysterious sex tape is actually just like a puppy cam or a privacy cam recording her hooking up with Robbie from The Bachelor. No. From JoJo season, who also has hooked up with Sheena Marie from Vanderpump Rules. Yes. And Robbie has gone on multiple podcasts on the fucking Vanderpump and Housewife podcast talking about it. And so apparently, and this is what I think happened. They hooked up and then someone in the family knew that it was on this puppy (sighs) cam and creepily, so fucking creepy, saved (sighs) it to use to extort. And so she's saying there, so it does make sense that she's saying there is a possible sex tape, not a professionally made sex tape. So that's why her family is saying that it's impossible. There's not a real sex tape. So no, maybe there's not a full Kim Kardashian like funded crew sex tape, but there is some tape of her having sex. Oh, that is... Which is so gross. Also, for somebody to, like, record that, you know, okay, fine, like, you're recording your puppies because you miss your puppies, but, like, then when you see something going on, you stop it, right? That's so disgusting. I would never want to see a family member having sex, let alone extort them with their sex Or who goes, like, you know what? This is going to work for me one day. Like, that's so creepy. So here's the other thing. So maybe Chase... It's possible that he's lying and saying his father is on it. Like, maybe his father isn't in on it, but apparently, like, He's talked about his kids' breast implants, the dad before. So, like, I don't know. It's so fucking creepy and, like, really turns your stomach because that is just disgusting, an insane thing to hold over your daughter, too. And, and also, they wanted her to lie about an incident. So maybe that's related yeah. to all this financial shit, too. Exactly. And that's what she's alluding yeah. to. And that's what she's saying she was afraid of. And then as soon as incident came out, everybody's like, well, what about all this fraud that's happening? Yeah. And so the incident could be anything. It could be the fake employee. It could be, you know, it could be a million different things. And also, Lindsay has been estranged from her family, it says, since 2007. Um, also, this is crazy. So Kyle, Lindsay's brother, she filed another report against him for battery because he struck her on the left side of her face oh kyle yeah so kyle so she got beat up by her other brother and then kyle was also arrested for methamphetamines in oklahoma and there is a warrant out for his arrest in georgia because kyle has threatened his wife alexis kyle has a lot of problems todd and julie are actually raising kyle's daughter while kyle gets his shit together and kyle's not on the show that much I mean, this but is not this to justify poor it girl. Anyway. No, but like she's got just shit from all sides. I just it also makes me like very creeped out about like what kind of what kind of world is that family that they that the men have been understood and raised that they can sort of torment the women this way. Yeah, that really creeps me out. That's yeah. so awful. Yeah. And then how are we still watching? Like I, I this also like always. It always irks me because I'm like, why isn't the show off the air? Yeah. No, because producers don't <laughs> When care. it's involved yeah. like this. I know. Um, so I was 
tentative to do this because I feel like more information is going to come down the pike in like a day or two, but it just came out that Robbie is now admitting that he was in the recording with Lindsay. So he confirmed it was him in the recording. Mm -hmm. And what the fuck, Robbie? He's like fucking, he's like fucking all these like half celebrities. Like, what is your deal? He's so slimy. And like, and the geography of it all. And also talking about it. (laughs) The geography. Like Lindsay, I think they live in like Georgia or Tennessee. They're in Georgia, yeah. yeah. And Vanderpump's in LA. Yeah. I mean, he's really getting around. He's just like made a living of like having sex with remotely famous adjacent celebrities. Reality stars. Good Reality stars, yeah. I know. And I don't think he's attractive. That's also what's irking me about the scam. <laughs> he is not attractive to me. He seems like an oily person, like just like a, uh, a washboard, like fully waxed everywhere. Riley, get your... What's his name? Robbie? Robbie. <laughs> Robbie and Lindsay make Riley. Maybe they have a baby, a puppy baby. Oh, puppy baby. Robbie. Also, like, get your juices what together. Is, <laughs> what about, like, puppies? Are you like, look at these cute puppies. Let's fuck <laughs> right in front of them on the couch. You know, that's always weird when there's an animal nearby. You know, it's always weird. And they're like these sweet little puppies. Enough that people want to puppy cam them. Oh, I know. It's. Gross. So we have more information. I'm, I, you know, I love a court document. We love, um, we stand a court document. We love them. <laughs> and there's more that's going to come out. And I have, I mean, I have a court document on um, Kyle's simple battery assault in November 1st, 2012. But like, we don't need to get into that. Yeah. We'll put it, we'll put all this stuff in the show notes for you. There's a really good article on L that kind of breaks it all down. But basically, the Christmas are scumbags and we should just like not engage. They just creep me out. And like, I know a lot of reality stars are scumbags. I get it. But there's something creepy about the men and the women in this. Mm. It's sort of like weird, controlly. The way they treat the women. Yeah. Creeps me out. Creeps me out. Totally. This has nothing to do about our scams, but I'm at my mom's house and she has oxygen, the oxygen network, which I don't have. Oh, I thought you meant literal oxygen. (laughs) There's air. The California air is so much better than LA. (laughs) No, she has the oxygen oxygen network. The oxygen network. And there's a two-part series on the Aaron Hernandez story. What's that? So it's this football guy that allegedly killed two people or allegedly killed like four people and then hung himself in his jail cell like Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, geez. And it's fascinating. And there's like a six-part podcast I'm going to listen to too, but it's so good. So- oh, if you need a recommendation, I am watching, I am reading, actually reading a book, um, not my own, a book about um, mysteries and like detective solving crimes mm. in World War One England. What's it called? <laughs> it's called the Maisie Dobbs series. Ooh. And I heard about it because I heard about the author on the podcast Forever 35 with Kate Spencer, I who podcast. I love. Love it. And it is the most exciting series. It's like a little bit fluffy but then also kind of gruesome and interesting and it was too sad for my mom but for some reason I really love it and I'm on book nine <gasps> of 16 or 15 yeah I've I'm reading so much and it's because I realized like I need a mystery novel mm. I just need those exciting mysteries so I fully recommend it it's cozy it makes you want to curl up and have a cup of tea um and I just recommend it guys Great. yeah are you ready to shop Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. 
Get 15% back at hundreds of stores. And it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. And now we have a call into our hot tip hotline from Brittany in New York. And Brittany, you know what? It happens to everybody. We all get scammed. No shame in it. And um, we wish you strength and power. Godspeed. Hi, this message is for Scam Wow. My name is Brittany, and I currently live in New York City. And so I like to think I'm a little bit savvy, but about two weeks ago, I was absolutely scammed and I'm almost kind of impressed about it um my boyfriend and I had just had a nice like romantic late dinner and we wanted to take a taxi home so we flagged down a like full-on legitimate medallion taxi we get in and the guy's really good we get to our destination really quickly and so when it's time to pay the screen in the back of the car is out and the taxi driver says, oh, I'm sorry, the screen's not working. Yeah, I'm giving me your card. I can swipe it up here. He seems like a nice guy. I didn't think anything of it. The taxi ride couldn't have even cost more than, like, definitely not more than $20. So my guard was down. So I let him scan it, whatever. And, and I don't, I get out, and I don't think anything of it. Um, a couple of days later, I check my bank statement and I see a $581 charge. And it says it was paid to a PayPal account for this particular limo taxi company. So I try to Google the limo taxi company and I can't find any information about it. So then I decide to call PayPal. And I call it PayPal, and they said they check my card number against any transactions they have, and this transaction does not exist. So somehow they're getting it. They swipe my card, and they were able to have it show up as a PayPal payment, but it's not. I don't even know where this went to. I'm kind of impressed. This is some advanced scamming. Um, but my boyfriend, after we sat and thought about it, he remembered that the taxi driver didn't, he thought it was weird that he didn't have his ID in the back of his, uh, um, like behind his chair, like they normally do. Anyways, I just wanted to share this. It was very impressive. Um, find me on Instagram at it's Britannia, I-T-S-B-R-I-T-T-A-N-I-A. Love your show. Thanks. Bye. There you have it, guys. The Chrisleys. They're scammers. They're swindlers. They're southerners. So, um, yeah. 
that's how we do here. Thank you for listening. Um, if you have any hot tips, you can always email us at scamwowpodcast at gmail.com or call our hot tip hotline. I can't find it. It's on our Instagram, which is scamwowpodcast. We love you and have a great week. Bye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.